Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. What is gravity? You have no idea. Okay, next question. What is gravity? You have no idea. Okay, next question. Wow. So here's the difference. We can describe gravity. We can say what it does to other things. We can... We can measure it, predict with it. But when you start asking, like, what it is, I, I, I don't know. Just to go ahead and eat, but he'll be here for dessert and coffee. Why didn't he just say he doesn't like my burgers? <laughs> I will punch you in the face if you don't get off the shed. Now get off the shed. Get off the shed. Get off the damn shed. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustave Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Okay, pick up your pick up your yeah divine divine intervention. I can make that. Hey, if I make that for you for uh, the election, will you yes. wear that? Okay, I absolutely. Will. Okay, I can do that. I can work on that. I can't go that night. I'm gonna have a kid. I'm gonna have both kids. <laughs> oh, you know you're barely even showing. Yeah, she has to go to fifth, those first two fifth grade camp for the first part of that week. That's bullshit. I'm planning on going. That is total bullshit. All right, so let me hear you. Hello there, everybody. How are you? You got me? Yeah, I got you. Don't get me too low. We gotta get headsets. Don't get me too low. Aren't there some adapters you can get to do uh, like? That's just on the Roku. <laughs> or I, I'm surely they make an adapter. I'm sure there's a headphone that I can plug into this. I just have to find them. Yeah. Or an adapter to well, where you, you can, can wear just, headphones. Uh, no, I mean uh, uh, headset mic that'll go oh, from your yeah. regular like RCA plug or whatever is on those you know normal headphones to one of those plugins. Yeah, I, they I, make that adapter. Maybe they make adapters. Yeah, that so so he says. Anyway, I'll it's look. In, I'll look into now. it. It's all yeah. ball bearings. All right, let me hear you. Hello, hello, syphilis. He's always so hot. He's trying me again. Try you again. Try me and Divine and you again with lots of luby. Luby? <laughs> what if the e, what if the e was long? Okay, it's code, so they don't know you're talking about lube. <laughs> All right, I think that's good enough. We good? Yeah, and so with with that, eh, we'll we'll tweak it as we go. Can I? Is it okay if every now and then don't I hold it King Roger style? Remember I, I, sad? I lose you when you do that. Man, I'm I'm a little hot. And I lose. I'm a little hot, 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 hot. Everybody talk, talk, talk to me. Everybody talk, talk, talk. Hey, now. Hey, now. Man, I'm excited to see that Jesus Quintana spinoff from Big Lebowski. Have y'all heard about that? I did hear about that, yes. You remember him? Yeah. John Turturro? Yeah. Yeah, there's a movie coming out. That's really? a spinoff that's on have the not, Jesus. I have not heard that or yeah. seen that. Yeah, I heard about that just this Friday. Now, I did not hear if the Coen brothers are doing no, it. No, it's him. Taturo's doing it. Okay. He's directing huh. it. Huh. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. 
I'll tell you what else is going to be good that the Cohen brothers are doing. They're going to do that. The new Annie? No. What is the story, the deep web story? Oh, the one where about the, the guy that had the guys killed? Yeah. What's the name of that? Uh, Silk Road. What? Silk Road. Silk Road. Yeah, oh. they're doing the Silk Road movie. That Interesting. Is I haven't heard anything about that. Have you that. ever read that, that long, that super yes. long story about that that yeah. was in Wired or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was good. That was good. I wouldn't trust just anybody to do that movie, but I think they'll do. I think they can pull that off. So, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast. Three guys. Yes, three. We're Boom. full strength. Three. Three. Shepherd the Lost Sheep, we got him back. Although y'all were so much better without me. I just, I, I felt there was a big... There was a void. Gaping, wide open hole. Well, I'm... I'm glad in my I can, lower half. I'm glad I can be the hole in y'all's podcast. Take the part of the gaping hole. That's right. Fill me with your wonderment. So I'm uh, Gustav Monteblanc. <laughs> I'm Ty Webb. And I am the one and only Heavy Longmire. And you can reach us on Twitter at RealGustav. At TyWeb3000. And at Longmire Heavy. Every time we do this, Heavy forgets what his Twitter <laughs> handle is. There's a slight I'm pause. pause. I'm pausing for dramatic inflection. Okay. Is that what you call it? That's what I'm calling it. We'll buy that. Sure. If that makes you feel better to say that. Right. Because I have to go through and fix your pauses. I'm a very distinguished speaker. You, are a, man, you are a man of pause. I like to think about what I say. Mini pause. Man, oh pause. <laughs> Mini pause. Gracious. I, I don't think we should go much further without acknowledging that we are now sitting across the table from a team having fun Ring of Honor member. Yes, absolutely. Cue the fanfare. I, I mean, he was going to add it in later. You didn't have to. I, first off, I had, I, it was a great honor. I was not aware that this is what was going to happen. You didn't get a call from the committee? I did not. Saroy did. Uh, Mike Saroy, not to just be informal there. Mike Saroy did Saroy. tweet me. The CEO of Saroy Industries tweeted me to say, be sure and listen to your little radio at 12.15. And I asked back, did I need to call in or just be listening? He never replied. So dutifully, I was there by the channel. And much to my uh, joy, I was knighted as a Team Having Fun Ring of Honor member. Yes. Full full congratulations. Well earned. Thank I haven't you. heard it yet, but I'm going to go back and listen to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Did you shed a LFTP tear? Yes. Yes. I, I have did you three, rub one out? I have three children, and I did, was not as emotional as I was at that moment. It was the happiest day of your happiest life? Happiest day of my life. Excellent. Excellent. So then I went and dragged an anvil out. Side and Absolutely. posed with my favorite hammer. Yes. In a kneeling. Uh, oh, that's position. my favorite. One. That was my favorite hammer. Yeah. Uh, that was that a big, great shot. That big cross beam. It's a big day. Initially, I didn't have my hat on, and then when I looked at how freaking bald I am. Yeah, the hat. I had to go get the hat. Right. Because it was pretty shameful. You yeah. know, it's one thing you you see yourself in the front of the mirror and you right. see that little bit of hair. You oh yeah, I'm okay. But when you see that harsh. Reality of the rest it's of the like world. When I look sees. in the mirror, I'm like, I'm not going bald. Oh, we're so bald, except for Ty Webb 3000. Right. When it's it, handsome man <laughs> who's currently sporting his 1978 Kenny Rogers salt and pepper beard. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Right. This is this is for election night. Oh, okay. it's my election night beard. Okay. 
Is that <laughs> never mind? Um, before I forget, if you'd like to email us, and we love emails, as we will prove over the next few uh, episodes, you can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail dot com. You can hashtag divine. <laughs> we'll get into that later too. You can uh, find us on Reddit, Pinterest, Tumblr, uh, something else, and something, something, something. We're all over the inter- Instagram. We're all over there. Wherever you want to find us, we'll be there with our dick pics. My beard needs a Twitter handle. It would be great if there was a TieWeb3000 beard fake Twitter account. And you could you could tweet us there. Yeah. So if one of you uh, aspiring... Uh, Oh, inspiring listeners wants to take over the mantle of Ty Web 3000's beard. Have at it. Feel free to give it's it a yours. name. You know, play with it a little. Stroke it. Touch it. All right. So, but anyway, I was very honored. I could not have done it without our extended family of Shipbud uh, podcast cohorts. Those Parcel Recall boys, KJ and Clay. <clears throat> the highly esteemed Jay Cranfill. The... Um, Below the belt, guys, Ryan and Brad, our they're listeners. Not shit, but yeah, they're, they're part of they're, the, they're big I, time. I do realize they are part of they the still have one foot. Cats. They still have one foot in the down here with the you know the lowlies. Though. Okay, because okay. there's the blowout podcast. The yeah, there's the blowout podcast network, and that's really four people. Those that that, that highly uh, tier one, tier one, right? Your Jake TC. Right. Uh, Saroy being the idea man and then machine. And everybody else is along for the ride. All right. Okay. Anyway, but thank you. You notice how entitled Gus has already gotten, like having yeah, fixed like, drinks and bring him his pizza and, and the shit. way he just pointed at me as he explained that. Right, like you, like, you idiot. Damn, okay. That time he cut your mic when he was talking. Oh, yeah. It's already started. I, I can just mute you at will. <laughs> I'm like Ronnie Re- Ronnie Reagan with my finger on the big red button. All right, so Mr. Ty Webb 3000. Yes. Who we did miss greatly over the the regular episode and our special bonus horror hayride episode. Well, the episodes were fantastic. Like I was telling Heavy before, I just listened to the Halloween one driving over. It was great. I was so jealous I couldn't chime in. But just to give everyone an update, the procedure went well. Everything is healing up. I feel like I'm finally my true self now. Do they make that in any? Or, I mean, how does that work? It's it's kind of like a reversible belt <laughs> where... You mean it's black on one side and brown on the other? Exactly. And it just depends on what I'm wearing, you know. Well, well, so I just understood that you were having your testicles move two inches back, is what I thought the I thought that was. That was what I went in for, okay. but it's kind of like when you, you know, you go to buy a new car... And by the time you get into there, the finance, yeah. you've bought the undercoating, yeah. and you've got the extra, you know, Nerf bars on there and everything. So tell me, did bedliner? Yeah. Did the uh, cutting of that ligament? Did that actually extend the length? It's hard to tell so far, but it feels. Won't really know till you get the stitches out. Yeah, I mean it. Going to pop a stitch. That's right. <laughs> that nothing ruins the moment like a stitch popping. Uh, but so far, it it feels natural. That's nice. Well. You have told us that you are going to have a list of possible items. I have been hidden away. I made a list when I was in the recovery room. Okay. Because I knew that you guys would be expecting a lot after me laying out for a couple episodes. And so technically I just, only one episode. We just threw that bonus in there because no, technically 
two because we had the one that you did solo. That oh yeah, bragging yeah. I forget that uh, the solo one was great too. Yeah, the bragging I, montage was that was good. I epic. was very happy with the bragging montage. Yeah. All right, I, so your list. All right, so, so I've got a list. I need to clear my throat before I read such a list. That's a great song. Let me clear my throat. Yeah, it's. It's on the B side of excuse me while I whip this out. So I'm just going to read the list, and then if y'all hear anything that, you know, fancies you, okay. should talk I, about it. Should I a ring the bell when I hear something good? Maybe. You know, maybe a red flag sound or something. Raise uh, the poncho flag. Exactly. And we don't have to talk about any of this, or this episode or ever, but I went to the trouble of making this just list. things so that were on your mind as you were coming out of... That's right. Deep, deep Thoughts by Ty Webb. And some of these will make more sense just as the title. Some of them will probably need some explanation. Okay, so first one, trolling guys taking a dump in the stall. Number two, <laughs> Elvis Costello. Yes. Number three, I May Build Another House. Interesting. Number four, The Greatness of William F. Buckley. Yes. yes. Number five, What Is Your Favorite Drink? Number six, my gym is transitioning. Oh. Much like you. Exactly. Number seven, high school Halloween hijinks. I did think of a couple of, of one particular thing and then a minor note to add to that. My phone just unlocked up, so let's open that back up. All right, so where are we at? Close, D. Close the X hamster. Exactly. We need that, that clip from the ticket. All right, D. I almost dated Mrs. Longmire. Mm, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. G, the day our LTD got egged. Uh-huh. Oh, the LTD. I forgot about the LTD. Uh, section 4, subsection 3, why are old men obsessed with gas prices? <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal with these hey, gas prices? Uh, F, double F, I had an encounter with our county ghost. Hey. Gotcha. The Hieroglyphic of a guy taking a dump. <laughs> is this something you're working on? Exactly. Uh, I thought these are wants. <laughs> wants and needs. Yeah. Uh, my friends. Prayers and concerns. My friends Jefferson bed and breakfast ghost story. Oh, yeah, that's a hotbed. Of oh, ghosts. so you can do the ghost tours over there and yeah. everything. I have never stayed in a bed and breakfast. I hadn't either. I have. Wow. <laughs> Anything else? Or? Okay, and the last one is the Dunning-Kruger effect, metacognition, and why dumb people act smart. Okay. <laughs> Somebody had the Reader's Digest out yeah. in the recovery room Somebody's there. Been watching too much William F. Buckley. I'm going to, and now I'm going to just step out and y'all call me back in whenever you need me. All right, so, so I think all of those topics warrant some level of some discourse level of discussion correct um, uh, we also have quite a few emails and obviously we're not going to get through all the emails in maybe even all our recording stint tonight because we take a long time right. even though heavy i won't name his name but it's heavy said let's not waste as much time on these as we normally that do. is not at all what i said and I want these Bill people. O'Reilly. I want these people to get the, uh, what they want. They they write. Have to the us. court reporter read back <laughs> what the portable. What I said was, let's get through the emails, but maybe we shouldn't spend as much time as we generally do on each email. And he's well, putting that away. It, he's putting the air quotes around spend as much time. That's right. That, that way we can get through more emails. And the the way I remember it is that he named some specific people and said, 
I don't ever want to hear an email from them again. And I said, Jay Cranfield had nothing to do. I he said we absolutely up. want to hear from uh, Tom Ginsburg. <laughs> And I'm a huge fan of Ray Ranfill. Right. Ray Ranfill. I'm open to whatever. We can tackle an email to kind of get the ball rolling. Let's do that. And then we can tackle some tie topics yeah. or any other topics anybody else wants let's, to, uh, to dig into. Let's hit an email right off the top to so get the juices flowing. And let's then get that Buddy we'll Rich drum roll going. Get the juices. Oh, my. That's an unfortunate picture that I photoshopped. Okay. So we have... <laughs> We have a backlog uh, a little bit here. I want to make sure that we get everybody, that, that you understand that I'm trying to be better, and if we get an email from you, to at least you know answer back and say thanks. But we will get to your email because we love our listeners so much, so hard. Unlike some of those other podcasts, not to be named. Not to be named. All right, so this one later. is from Valley Butcher. All right. Thank you, Valley Butcher, for your courage. It's titled, Disclaimer. This is not as funny as any Cody Allen email. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that bar that, that's, is never that bar, very hard. Cody Allen is in his own category of emails, and we appreciate everyone. What's up, boys? I'm sure you all watched the debate last night. As I was contemplating how we ended up with such shitty options, I began to think of all the people I would rather have on the ballot. Naturally, you three made the list. Boom. Parentheses. It's a long list. Uh, Valley Butcher, I'll go ahead and disclose something. The three of us have talked, and that is in the works. <laughs> well, and like I mentioned to, I know I mentioned it to Gus. I can't remember if you were in on the text, too. I mean, I think we make up a pretty good three-judge panel. Yeah. Right. To where it's fairly eclectic. And I think together we we could come up with some pretty compromised decisions. And I want to say back in, uh, in the Roman history, there were... Uh, a triumvirate where you had three leaders that ruled so that you didn't have a triad. There's, those, there's it wasn't still a triad. Of, uh, it was a, it, tri it, was in the word. Thank right. you. There's plenty of three-judge appellate courts True. still. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, and there's could, lots of threesomes, too, or so I've heard. We could be Star Chamber. Nice. Nice. So my question is this. If you were running for president, what would be yeah. the central policy goal when thank you what would be the central policy goal of your campaign mine would be to outlaw automated customer service phone systems check <laughs> boom especially the voice recognition ones that never work agreed i'm pretty sure everybody hates those plus it would create a lot of jobs to have all those people answering phones again and by the way my favorite old-timey word is copacetic the last person I heard use it on a regular basis was my great-grandfather. Keep fucking that chicken, Valley Butcher. Boom. There you go. I love copacetic, but I had to go to Grizzly because of the price. That shit <laughs> is, which I told Jordan on a tweet that when I first got to college, the first day I was at college. So old, man. Uh, exactly. I went and bought a log or a roll mm -hmm. of Copenhagen, a tin can roll. Mm-hmm. Which then was just over twenty dollars. Yeah, it's like twenty dollars and you know forty three cents. Right now it would be like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I spend twenty, twenty two, twenty four dollars on a on a roll of five, dip, a five can roll of Grizzly. We dip the same stuff. Yeah, now. so Thanks sometimes out of the same can. Right. All right. Sorry. Back back to the email. That, that's great. I love dip talk. Let's like let's, dip talk. let's start a dip based podcast. Yeah, y'all y'all get right on that. I bet Cranfield would help you with that. Well, I still got it. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I still got that one to work on. The 
Ace basketball one with Ray. That'll be great. You know, my main thing, so if you hadn't figured out, I'm kind of a pragmatic libertarian, probably how I describe myself. So I pretty much just want everybody to leave me alone. And I think if everybody was just like me, we'd be fucked. But we'd have a damn good time. We'd have a damn good time. And we wouldn't really need that many laws because I don't try to fuck anybody over. I don't try to hurt the environment. I'm not trying to rob anybody or get up over anybody. So I think if everybody was just like me, we could basically go to a pure classical anarchist, not anarchist like blowing stuff up in the late 1800s, but a pure more like shaker anarchy where everybody is just responsible for yourself. If everybody was like you, it would be utopia is what you're saying. I think on a small scale it would work. Very small scale, like maybe a household. <laughs> maybe like a one-quarter inch scale. Yeah. Objects are not to scale. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could I could see that. I think it's at least worth a shot. So we could start our own country. I, I definitely would have as part of my, since he mentioned phone, as the automated phone system, whatever, part of my platform would include an exclusion on loud talking in public on your cell phone. Yes. Yes. And that I'll, would be like a, maybe not the death penalty, but you'd have to lose the limb. A lashing? Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe I, a cat of nine tails. I also want checkout line talkers. I want that shut down as well. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you should at least pay attention to whoever is serving you in whatever uh, business fashion, pay them the courtesy to pay attention to them just like you expect them to pay attention to you right? instead of talking on your cell phone while you're checking out and yeah, we or should, whatever. I think we should bring back adults being able to at least verbally discipline any child in their presence, whether it's theirs or not. Absolutely. Because I still do that, and I know one day it's going to get me into a fight. <laughs> but when you, when you said in line, I have that experience in a large store that I won't name, but we'll just call it Schmall Smart yes. the other day when I was in line. And there were these two... And I have a note from you that Ty yes. runs into unruly children. And I think this is that story. This, this is at least part of it. Yeah, I was in line, and there's these two little jack wagons behind me that are probably both around the 10 or 11-year-old range. So the I mean, worst range. Perfect hijinks. Yeah. Jackassery. Three start testing the limits. Yes. Yeah. And they, you know, they're just, they're doing what we used to call horseplay. It's just nonstop in no, line. what we used to call grab tail. Yeah. A little grab tail. No, or grab ass. Yeah. yeah. Grab tail is another website. Right. And they, uh. And Not to be confused with welltail.com or exactly. crabtail. Ooh. I'm thinking about getting the welltail tattoo. Huh. All right. So oh, the actual welltail yeah. coming up out of your crack? Yeah. That's classy. I mean, now that I've had the surgery, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I should get that just as a bonus. Yeah. But these, yeah, these jackasses wouldn't, you know, settle down. And they're horsing around and horsing around and, make, you know, being loud as all get out. And then they keep kind of bumping into me. And then they finally, like, full on. And I've got my little ones there mm-hmm. who are smaller than them. And they're kind of bumping us a little bump. Well, finally, they kind of give us the full on bump. And I turned around and gave them the dad voice and a snap. <laughs> Snapped my fingers and I said, you two need to straighten up right now. Were there, was there a parent there? No. Okay. Which that would have been a whole other dynamic, which right. I have another story about that that happened this week. And right. he is pointing at you. That's yeah. right. It was your kids. Right. No. <laughs> um, but these, and I think this speaks to how foreign this is these days, that people just don't do that. These kids looked like, I mean, the white look on their face, like I, they had never Well, their heard race of, has nothing to do with it, I don't think. 
Well, let me finish the story. <laughs> oh, my no, gosh. Why no, did no, you no. drag us into No, they, uh, <laughs> they obviously had not encountered the non-parental, probably not the parental right. discipline. They thought, I think they thought that I was going to, if they okay, said another word, killer. just slap them across the face. Yeah. I mean, they were scared to death. And all I did was snap, and I may have pointed a little, right. and in a harsh dad tone, told them, cut it out. Right now. Now, before we go too much further on a sidebar, I've noticed that a lot of times, because and Mrs. Gustav and I have always been pretty much unified in our discipline approach, and we're not afraid to, you know, make the kids go stand in the corner at the front of a store and everybody sees them, you know, and all that. And our kids are very well behaved. Remember when we used to get that discipline in first grade? You had to stand and stare at the wall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I, a Blair Witch. And we have used that and it works. In fact, it's so humiliating. It is so humiliating. But we've had people come up to us and, you know, usually grandparent age people. That is so wonderful, you know. <laughs> like, like we are taking it back. You know, uh, you but, the belt too. We right. love that. So, fly water. Have uh, you ever noticed that the oftentimes with unruly children, you have these unruly parents that just yell at them. So it's different than you giving that heart, you know, that sharp yeah. instead of just that static, just yeah, ah, right, just chihuahuas there, back and, and there's forth. No, there's no consequence or follow-up. Right. It's just complaining at their kids. Yeah. yeah. That's not correcting. That's no. That's just bitching. And I think that's one of those things where, that we as a society have certainly gone off course where I'd much rather have my children afraid of me than, you know, well, let's go do the timeout. No, let's make you stand with your nose against the wall, not you go sit in this room that by kick-ass standards, you know, yeah. right. you have to go do time out in your room. And oh. I mean, it's far from abusive to just be a disciplinarian. Yes. I mean, that's not abuse. No. Right? But you were asking about the, or one of y'all was asking about the parents. Last week, I'm at the soccer field, and uh, just because I like to hang out there. That's you know, creepy, but go ahead. No, so one of my kids is practicing soccer, and there's these group of boys that are, they're next up to practice. And they're, I'm sitting on these stands, and there's, uh, they're back there you know, kicking the ball around, practicing horseplay and all that stuff. Well, they And I'm sitting there with my younger one right beside me, who's not very big, you know, and we're like up on the, you know, the top of the stands, top row, and they keep kicking the ball over there kind of close to us, and not just like kicking on the ground, but like flying by, right. you know, mm-hmm. flying by. And these are bigger kids. Than these are, yeah, these kids are probably like 11 or 12, something like that. They keep kicking the ball, kicking the ball. Well, and it keeps, and a couple of times it's like hitting the stands, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm half worried about mine falling off in right. the back if this thing rattles too hard. Although with her, I mean, she's tough as rubber. She probably wouldn't notice. But I'm still a little, you know, like, hey. And then it keeps happening a couple more times. And then finally one, like, whizzes right by her head. And this, and I turn her. I whip my head around. This boy's running over the ball. And I, and I say, you know, hey, you need to watch out where you're kicking this ball. And don't kick it over here again like that. Well, about that time... I see father walking behind him, and I'm thinking, this is it. You know, I'm going to get in a fight in front of my four-year-old. Right. And, you know, she's going to know that, hey, dad doesn't take no shit, including if he's going to have to get in a fight with somebody else's dad. Because I'm fully committed now, because I've told this kid in the most stern terms. No more. I mean, the only thing I left out was the word fucking when I said, don't (laughs) kick that fucking ball over here. And that was the tone, you know. I'd had it. Because I'd already turned around a couple times and given them the look. Like, right. hey, enough. Don't right. kick the ball over here. But by clearly it wasn't working. So right. you had to actually escalate. So here comes dad walking right up behind. And I'm thinking, 
Well, you know, I'm already taking my shirt off, taking my keys out of my pocket. <laughs> and, Wrapping uh, his belt around his fist. Right, right. <laughs> I'm having my four-year-old here hold my phone. He walks up. Andrew's pocket knife. Now, if I go on the ground, you stick him in the ribs. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Keep, you ja- keep jabbing. That's right. Keep right. jabbing until I get the truck started. But he walks right up behind him, and the kid is, you know, he's wide-eyed and scared to death. But good on this dad. The kid walks up, meets up with the kid, gets to me, and gives his son a, you apologize to them right now. Nice. He did. I said, you know, that's fine. Just don't let it happen again. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Yeah, I, mean, I couldn't help myself. It's like, yeah, well, it shouldn't fucking happen twice already. <laughs> no, but, uh, and so then, you know, thank you very much. And then they went on. Now, that is, to me, how you should handle it. I think that's how all of us would handle it. Like, if yeah. our kid had did, done something disrespectful, you walk him over, you... Right. Make them apologize. They should apologize without you having to say apologize. Right. But, but you make sure yes. that the other parent knows that you're aware and that you don't have any problem with them correcting that them. That you're on the same team. Right. And that we're all on team parent here and these kids can suck it. No, I, I agree completely. I mean, that's that's what you want is that, you know, you have that unified thing. Now, But I think that is the – these days, that is the exception. Because in my mind, all I could think about was – this guy's going to come over here pissed, bitching at me for getting on to his kid. Yeah. Because I've seen that happen a thousand times. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that seems to be the norm now. Especially like, you remember when we were in school? Especially sports. If we oh, were yeah. Trouble, sports. If we got in trouble at school, we the last thing we wanted, which was pretty much impossible in our small town, but we did not want our parents to find out Mm-mm. because... There, I mean, our parents were de facto on the side of the teacher. Yeah, even there was, if the teacher was wrong, there was yeah. no didn't question. Matter. Yeah, there yeah. was no like it is now where you know, well, mama and daddy are going to come up to the school with their attorney. Yeah, and they're right. going to they're going to get to the bottom of why little Jimmy got had to you know sit in the corner. Whenever which you can't even do. Whenever now, I you know, brought a, a clock that I built to school, <laughs> my dad was not. <laughs> Not calling Was this in my, your Buck Rogers phase? Yes, in my Buck Rogers phase, in my Ahmed phase, when I would build my clocks, um, I was never getting any backup from the parents. It was definitely... Uh, You're one of the few guys I know that's built clocks and... <laughs> that's true, I have. <laughs> All right, um, Mrs. Gustav is much quicker to correct other children mm-hmm. than I am. Because I'm like you, I'm kind of like, you have to push it really far... Or there has to be nobody else around where I have to be the responsible one. You know, well, it's less likely they're going to have to, you know, throw fists. True. Them. Although I've seen some videos of some Walmart fights on the pissed uh, off mamas. On the, yeah, I've seen that. That one of the gal in the wheelchair. Yes. <laughs> they end up fighting, and she gets your kid to hit that yeah, woman with a the, bottle yeah. of shampoo. Good That's great. gosh. I like the one where they they uh, they're both young, like they look early twenties or something. And the girl's standing outside of her apartment complex, and the one girl walks up saying she's going to beat her ass, yes. and then that other girl just goes to kicking yes. the shit out of her. That's a, I man. mean, we've all seen some fights up close, but I've never seen the level of girl fights. And, you know, maybe a swing or a little bit of hair pulling, but nothing like it is now. And I don't know how much of that is perpetuated by the fact that they know they're being filmed. Yeah. And they got to, you know. Act like a badass. Y'all might like have been ass. present for at least one of the times that my ex-girlfriend in high school cold-cocked me at, with 
at a level greater than some guys have hit me before with her fist. <laughs> I she was strong. I was strong, not there, but girl. I do remember uh, you getting, yes. One time in the lunchroom, which everybody gets to see that. Yeah, that because that was a, a, a mixed-grade lunch. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was good times. I, you should never be able to get hit in the face with your own fucking senior ring. Oh, that that hurts. <laughs> I mean, at least take off my own ring before you hit me. I get shot with your own gun. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's an that's indignity that no man should have to suffer. <laughs> but Mrs. Gustav jumped in, even today, at some kids that were squirting each other with Capri Suns that were not ours. You know, she nipped that shit in the bud. And Good for her. Yeah. Now, I do, you mentioned sporting events. My middle one decided he wanted to play soccer again. Hadn't played for a couple of years. Never really liked soccer all that much because he doesn't like running. So I don't know why it's he wanted to. a key part of it. Is a, a integral it's a main part. Component. Yeah. And he was homeschooled at the time. And so he jumps back into it. And these kids were salty, even by our language standards. Yeah. I mean, I'm hearing fuck this, and that's you know, <laughs> and these are these are like nine year olds out on the wow. soccer field, and they're on team having fun. And usually those parents were not there, mm-hmm. so there's this poor coach, and he's beaten down. <laughs> and like, he's like, he's I, full Walter Matthau. Yeah, he's yeah like, that's really, exactly what I was trying I really to get can't, out. I can't do out. anything really. You know, he's like, yeah, they just, you know, they that's just how they are now. And I'm like, man, I, I you kind of like, well, you know, you're the coach, but at the same time, poor bastard's not getting paid for anything. So mm-hmm. why is he going to die on that? So some nine year old says, fuck. Ten times less. He's taking a smoke break during practice, and a couple of the kids are bumming off of him. Right. Yeah. So you know, I don't know why anybody would want to even coach past. I mean, I get it. You know, I coached. You know, or assistant coach when they were little. But once you get past eight, well, I can tell you, I took a year off this year from coaching, and it's been wonderful. Oh, I bet. I yeah. mean, I'm going to have to do it again because if you do it for the older, you got to do it for right. the younger kind of thing. But man, it has no, been nice. Not really. to, you don't. No, you don't. No. Just tell that younger one to, hey, this is part of not being born first. Exactly. Right. But I'm here for you. Yeah. But you know what? If you need any, something, yeah, call any, your sister. Anything else you need, just let me know. Now, the sporting in general, I've noticed was the worst was baseball. Ugh. Soccer had its moments, but baseball and softball has been the worst as far as parent. Volleyball gets a little intense. Does it? And I've heard I had, a, I had a confrontation this Did you? last season. With a lady or a man? With a dad. Okay. And uh, Y'all aren't dad friends? This Same team, opposite team? Opposite team. Uh, so this was like yelling across the court stuff? Yeah, no, well, this probably like stands were next to each other the way it's set up. Yeah. He didn't set you properly? The, right. Spiked well, it there on was, you. They get volunteers to be like... the 10 foot. They get volunteers to be like the Lions judge, you know, and it's usually one parent from one team and a parent from the other team. Well, uh, You were running across there like a ball boy at Wimbledon. Right. There's <laughs> no running. Well, this one, one of the girls on my daughter's team, her older sister, who's maybe, she's in junior high probably, she wanted to be one of the lines judge. They're like, all right, that's cool. Good. I don't have to do it. That's what you thought. And, uh, well, I mean, she's a, she's maybe 14, well, not even that old, 12, 13, something like that. She's a kid. Well, this, well, she's, when the, our team's on the side of the court that she's on, she's like, you know, talking to them and, you know, trying to, yeah, good job. Like, well, one of the, which, I guess technically the lines judges aren't supposed to say anything. But we're not doing Olympic level volleyball. Yeah, exactly. Fully sanctioned event. These are ten year olds. Is Bill Mercer calling this? And uh, yeah, callback. Well, one of these dads on the opposite team goes off on this junior high girl. Right. 
Is her dad there? No, her dad's not. Okay, so but her mother and her grandmother are. Your dad by proxy. Mm-hmm. So heavy to the, he's white knighting it now. And, uh, well, this dad's hollering at this junior high girl, you know, you can't do that. Hey, ref, ref. And he gets in, and then he's like just, you know, just one of those, after every play, just just one of those obnoxious dads. He's you know? probably a big Utah jazz fan. And he's just had this thick Yankee accent. Oh, there you go. was getting under my damn There skin. you go. That's the whole and, thing. Uh, well, that anyway, didn't help. No. Yeah. Well, then, uh, Red flag. And I'm sitting there. Yeah, in my wa- Confederate gray. <laughs> and my, my wife wasn't there, but uh, another friend of ours. <laughs> another woman was with you. Uh, yes, she was. Is a mother of a another girl on uh-huh. which this is, is the team. We see, now we, I'm we starting were, to get an inside look at this whole we, carpool idea you had. She we looks were, like Angelian. Right. <laughs> why, why should the parents carpool? Just don't worry about it. We're sitting beside each other, and she's the one picking up on it. <laughs> And she's like, that, that How girl, close were you? That poor girl's crying. And I was like, oh, man, that's ridiculous. Did you rip your shirt off at that and point? I, go funny up, enough, Ronnie. I was wearing this T-shirt. This T-shirt being heavy Confederate gray. Heavy's Confederate gray world-class championship wrestling T-shirt, which Austin has seen in person. Yeah. But it's been it, it's been revamped now that he's cut the sleeves out. Right. And uh, So anyway, style. this girl's crying. And, uh, and I see her, her mom... Sitting down from us a little bit, and the mom doesn't realize what's going on. So I go up and I relieve the junior high girls. Like, go, go sit down. I'll, did I'll you slap her on the ass? No, I did not. Like baseball, I like, you know, pulling a pitcher. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> game's over. Well, this mom and grandma was the grandma hot? No, mom and grandma mom come hot? up. No, come up to the uh, two fives make a ten to the dad <laughs> to this dad, and a they three are and four? getting on him and just you know. Well, he's firing right back. Well, she's not supposed to do that. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm trying to get them because they're just getting heated, you know. And this guy's not, you can tell just by his tone and how he's talking to them. He's one of these guys who loves to argue, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. sitting his first rodeo of this kind of confrontation. Pure Yankee. Exactly. And uh, No offense, Tom. So I get the mom and the grandma back away. Might have. Told the guy he was a douchebag. Might have, maybe. And, uh, the uh, it, it he quietened up, but did you bow up a little bit. Did you bit? hover over him? I roof up a little bit. Did you pull out your Leatherman. I banny roostered a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, did you tuck one side tuck. of the one side of each jean leg into the top of your uh, hippopotamus boots? No, no. Or were you wearing yeah. red with black stitching? I, actually, it's, black not a, it's, it's not a formal story. event. I was wearing my my tevas. Had my tevas <laughs> on. He don't want no shit from that motherfucker in the yeah, tevas. But uh, yeah, it's just like God, dude, just shut up. They're ten year olds. How many men have fought wearing tevas? Yeah. Probably not a lot. How many men? Who have tried to fight where Antivas have actually won. Probably even fewer. Even less. Even less. So I think we've uh, established our platform on, on unruly children. What else do we have for Valley Butcher? Well, I, I will say one quick thing before we move off that. I And I won't tell the whole story. I can tell it off air because it involves family members. But I did have the occasion of two of my family members who had sons on opposite baseball teams in our small town getting a fight with each other on the baseball field during a game. Nice. The kids did or the dads? The dads. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about. 
Yeah. Now that that's my lineage right there. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a good one. I know one. who you're talking about. In front about. of God and everybody. Yeah, I can see that. It started out just jawing, dug out the dugout, and the next thing you know, they're just on the diamond. Brawling. Yeah. <laughs> the kids are just standing there like. I've forgotten about that. I've heard that story. And that was back when, by my recollection, Baseball wasn't quite as heated. You no, know, in general. no, no, it no, no, no. Much, much lower pressure, and even for the nine oh three, this was not a common this was event. No. back then. Yes, we were just you know waiting for snow cones. Yeah, my dad one year got taught. This was gosh, I was probably in fourth grade. He got talked into playing on the church, church? league softball team. Oh, oh. You can get some good brawls going yeah, there. That's that's and minimal fight over there. Uh, Nobody will trash talk like a church softball team. Well, he dislocated his shoulder trying to go hard into second. <laughs> <laughs> he froze it. And uh, I can't imagine. So this he would have been. Let's he's see. in his late thirties. But he was in full Charlie Hustle and, mode. And he had not done any physical... Uh, no, he's still, no, he wasn't still smoking back then. But uh, How many bud cans I, were in that dugout? But I'll never forget... There's a lot of whiskey being drank <laughs> in that dugout. But I'll never forget overhearing him explain it to one of his friend, adult friends. They didn't know I was in the room next right. to him or something like that. I was in the kitchen. They were sitting in the dining room. Dad's arms in the sling, you know. The friend asked, why did you do that? You can't be, you're too old to be going in hard like that. Well, he was talking trash, and I'll be damned if I'm going to let some Church of Christ <laughs> motherfucker talk to me like that. He's the only one going to heaven is going to trash talk me. Uh, Those motherfuckers don't even have pianos in the church. Don't the, you uh, wish that we could get our dads together and have them I think I told y'all before my dad before my grandfather passed away interviewed him and yeah. recorded it on cassette right. and I've always said because of that I've, I've got to do that with my dad too yeah. but I would love to get our dad recorded telling stories that they probably wouldn't even say in front of us yeah. and then later we could listen like I'd love for them to do this yeah. like to do a time capsule exactly. and once they're gone you can listen to right. it I mean imagine because oh. the stories we do know about are good enough Yeah. but you know there's a thousand of them that we don't know yeah I've kind of thought about that of once someday somehow our kids find these. <laughs> my poor daughters. Oh, man. Because, you know, I've told it before, my kids see me as the stick-in-the-mud, straight-laced dad. Oh, yeah. And Mrs. Gustav's the fun one and the funny one where I'm the, oh, he's not fun, uptight. And obviously that's not the case. Let's listen to that episode about comedy. <laughs> <laughs> And down in the <laughs> talk to him. Keep they would love. It. I mean, think about it. at our age. Wouldn't we love to? Oh yeah, those uh, stories. Yeah, like, yeah, it'd be great. You but, don't want them listening to it at like fifteen. No, no. it's got to be. They get to be adults. Yeah, they got to be adults. I'll, I'll fully put it. into adults. <laughs> right. Yeah, not even twenty. No, no. you got to be like <laughs> you. You got to be like ten years into a mortgage. Right. You got to be established <laughs> somewhat. Right. Any other uh, platform points for Valley Butchers? So that's Butchers? the answer to our platform question. <laughs> <laughs> don't let your kids it, it listen all, to the we podcast. Always, we always serpentine it back, circumnavigate back to, to Gus's <laughs> No matter what story we tell, it always uh, He's the beacon. It's because it calls it, to us. It's because my has gravity. 
<laughs> That's mm. right. We're drawn to it. Just like a building has gravity. We haven't. T- did I tell you about that? Because Brad mentioned it on Below the Belt this you week. You have the Empire State buildings of. Two things popped up in our Hutchins barbecue thing. So we had the un- well, we had the unfortunate paraplegic thread going. Whoa. That got really dark. And Ray Ranfield just hammering it home. <laughs> and then we look over, and there is a total uh, amp- double amputee down the row from us. Oh, nice. So that was very tense. To be fair for to Ray Ranfield, he was making a Christopher Reeve joke, which would be a quadriplegic. Right. Whereas this was an amputee situation. So I don't know if they're equivalent. I don't know those rules. It was close enough equivalence that we were a little tense. We were all, yeah. It, but it's made even funnier by the fact that it was being said by the nicest guy at the table. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Ginsburg was there. Well, so that's true. Ginsburg. He's in a whole separate category. Yes, he's, he's pure. <coughs> he is pure. He's St. Ginsburg. But anyway, KJ had told the story about how he had fallen off a balcony. And somehow, magically, he tumbled over and into the next balcony below him. Which that is an amazing. Yeah, it's story. crazy. I mean, buildings physics, have gravity. Physics-wise, that that doesn't and, make sense. And Brad explained that as buildings have gravity. <laughs> yeah, that he had heard like if you jump, you know, off the Empire State Building or somewhere that you you'll be pulled towards the building because due, due to the building's gravity. <laughs> and someone told him this when he was like five. I think that's the wind. <laughs> You're right. It's going to push you back into the wall. So, this I know. is a learned man we're For, talking about. So I will admit that all objects have some gravitational force. Minimal. There, there are, you know, everything has these, you know, these, these basic forces and everything has right. some level of gravity. Why are you pulling all the crystals out? But I, about? <laughs> I pointed out to him that that was total uh, nonsense. Cool. So somebody tells and your Brad. Crystals. Well, I don't have the crystals. Somebody tells Brad about this gravity thing. So he lays it out like they're almost like I would do, you know, just like, oh, yes. <laughs> and I'm instantly, I'm like, no, no. I love you, but no. And that guy hit him with the well action. That, yeah. <laughs> but that was made worse because earlier in the evening. That William F. Buckley well actually his eyes. Ah, ah, ah. So Brad had earlier in the night mentioned that he wasn't going to be able to move because all of the blood was in his stomach. Which we all did a spit take at that point, or at least some of us. Yeah. The two of us. Yeah. We weren't going to let that just slide right by. Because it wasn't like, oh, I'm lethargic because I've eaten. It was all the bloods in my stomach. So then we immediately gave him a do tell on this one. (laughs) Please explain. Elaborate. And, you know, I I told him that I thought that was a negligible effect, that I thought it was more the insulin spike happening because you've taken all this food. and Anyway, right. Which I fully affirmed, Gus, on that, but Brad just drove right through that roadblock. <laughs> right. And then on this last week's Below the Belt, or week before last when this airs, he doubled down, and he went to Ryan, noted physiologist and physicist, <laughs> to back him up, and Ryan also did not know, so... Although I think Ryan, Ryan certainly knowledge in that area because isn't he working on a master's theology? Yeah, I think something? he's got a background. He's had a lot of kinesiology classes. He's, but he's more versed on the whole stomach blood issue than Brad. Yes, by, uh, yes. Unless, Physics, I think, it's unless a, it's the stomach up. blood of a eighteen twenty governor of some province of right. Mexico. Unless this is Santa Ana's bowels we're talking about. Or Santa Ana's leg. So anyway, that was it. Was a good time at Hutchins, but. Brad made it all the better. 
The Hell fact that does. they have that all you can I love eat, that too. guy. Oof. Yeah, I love him, too. And he was sharp-dressed. Man, he, he was. Yes. I came straight from soccer, and I was like sweaty shorts and Yeah, he was just, you know. He was all decked out in his best Coles shirt and iron, iron pants. Shirt. He looked nice. <laughs> shoes. He did look nice. He was the best dressed out of all of us. Yeah, I mean, his, I mean, he. I think he had face loan, too. He was, he he was uh, well clothed. Was he? He's uh, a good looking man. Was he trolling for a tail or what? No, he's just. He didn't. You know, he just cleans up well. Maybe, maybe all that talk that we've been doing about him, he wanted to look nice for Ty. I guess so. Well, I don't know if it was an accident that he, not only did he look good, but he gave us his M.O. on pickup lines and how he, you know, has to check every now and then to make sure he's still got it. And he's pretty sure he does. <laughs> and, bonus, at the, uh, one of the pitmasters there at Hutchins looks like a Saroy brother. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. A little, he- like a little maybe stockier. A cousin. Maybe yeah. a cousin. Yeah, like a pork chop Saroy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the 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 Brad, who is a learned learned doctor of I'm history, for book to come out, man. Yeah, I am too. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping he will do an inscription. Ah, uh, yes. you know that I can show my kids. Much like when uh, Cranfield told his wife, "I know the guy that these guys are talking about on the radio today." <laughs> when wow. And she just looked at him like, okay, that's how my kids will be when I say, look, I know the author of this. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. If I don't get a signed copy of that, I'm going to be really pissed. Yeah. I wanted to say something, you know, I'll never forget our night together. Yeah. Right. right. I want him to write, you're much smarter than <laughs> on there. All Thank the, you for all you've done. All the blood is in my belly. Well, I think uh, we pretty much did not, or I answered Valley Butcher's question. You two did shit for answering it, and I, I apologize. I like getting through one email in an hour is about our rate. I think it's the best we I can do. I think it's the best we can do. So yeah. some of you guys, it may be December before we get to your email, but we're going to keep on plugging along. Yeah. And if you would rather us answer all the emails shortly, like Heavy has suggested, there's, there's no, no, way, like, there's no not way like we shortly can. like one-sentence answers. You, we can't answer You email us at can you hear me pod at gmail.com we'll do a poll and a twitter we'll do poll. a poll we'll do a twitter poll sure you fig- you go figure out how to do that i did i accidentally hit that button all right well, and like, we will see if people want our normal leisurely stroll through a single email per episode or if you would rather terse <laughs> succinct answers to your email <laughs> terse all right we're going to uh, do william f buckley talk next yeah. Next episode. I'm ready. Right. I'm going to be in full Buckley mode. Uh, yes. I'll be giving you the eyes. Oh, uh-huh. I need to go get him a metal pen. Yes. And a, and, a, can... and a clipboard. Yeah, and a clipboard. All right. Well, I appreciate you listening to us. And if you would uh, like to email us, please do. Can you hear me pod at gmail.com. Listen to our friends, the Partial Recall guys. Tell me where to turn below the belt and anybody else that we've uh, mentioned. I did remember. In the solo episode I had to do, I did miss one key person, long time, good time, Chef Robert. Oh, yeah, oh, I failed to mention Chef shit. Robert, and after I realized that, I was asshole. like, shit, I am an asshole. We never would have missed No, you all. would not have. He's if, like my favorite person. If y'all had been here. What in the, I cannot believe you did if that. If y'all had. Robert, I apologize. Had felt, felt it worthy to actually do an episode that week. <laughs> Y'all could have corrected that, but I failed Chef Robert, and I apologize. No soup for you. So I guess you weren't lying when you were talking all that shit about him. Yeah. 
It's true. You got him. Now, one of the uh, shitbutt merrymen floated the idea of our next shitbutt meetup. We all make, we just fill up the reservations for <laughs> Chef Robert's restaurant, and we take it over. We don't want to get him fired. Nice. <laughs> Do you think he still wouldn't come out if we were all there? We'll just give Brad the bill. <laughs> Could you imagine the sweat? Oh stimulus. So, anyway, I apologize, Chef Robert. It was... Uh, a glaring omission on my part. I could tell you hadn't thought it through before you started. No, I just, you were just trying I had, to go off the top of your head. I had nothing with that episode. It was just ramble yeah. on. I did have one person saying, what the hell's fight night? So I wanted to at least explain right. something. But then I was like, I'm just going to talk about all these people that make it possible. And I missed Robert, and I apologize. Oh, well, so That's what that means is that Heavy and I will be going to Robert's restaurant to enjoy his find. We'll try it. Buy our loans. Damn sure don't want to go with Gustav. I want to make no. sure my food doesn't get spit in. You don't want your lobster rubbed on somebody's balls? Yeah. What was that movie? Was, uh, uh, that Waiting? Was that it? About the cooks in the kitchen? Yeah, with, did uh, the, had Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and who was, who's the Hispanic guy that was in it? Uh, uh, the guy that was in... He's in all kinds of stuff. He's in Boogie Nights and... Uh, Luis? Yeah. We don't want our Luis. pinchers, the Korean, to spit farts on, on, that, right. on that platter. <laughs> Not that that would ever happen in Chef Robert's fine establishment. No. Never. No matter what you're nodding heavy. Only the best of Lugie. There you go. All right. Well, Adios, uh, thank folks. you. Let's go. Damn. Vamanos. Boy, he's, he's just ready to tear out of here now. Wow. We have a formula that we use, sir. <laughs> get back in your seat. <laughs> so pick I, up the mic. Get off the table. I say thanks. And then Adios. You say, Bye. Right now, though, it's a very special moment um, on the show. And I don't even think you know this is going to happen. I don't know what you're talking about. We have something that we take very seriously here on the Cirque du Soleil show because we are the Defeating cancer. Yes. Well, yeah. We're for the gay. That's more Soroy Industries. We're for the gay. Cancer busting. We don't like cancer. We're against cancer. Mm-hmm. We love our mom. We don't like anybody that beats women. And we hate Chris Fitzpatrick. Chris Fitzpatrick sucks. <clears throat> and we like big flavor. <laughs> yeah, and we hate eggs. Well, that's not me, we. <laughs> me, you. Not us. Um... But we sort of tally things around here, and we have what's called the Team Having Fun Ring of Honor, because we are Team Having Fun. And um, we have a few members in this thing. We have uh, Sir Danny Salazar. Yep. We, we have Sir Josh Sherbet. Mm-hmm. We have Sir Nathan Hamilton. Congratulations all. We've all been uh, members of the Ring of Honor for Team Having Fun. We also have the International Division of the Ring of Honor. That includes Sir Anders Christensen. He is the Danish P1. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And Sir AP the Canadian. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so five members total. Uh, up until today. Wow, really? Yeah, but I have a very, very special announcement for a certain special someone. Hmm. And that someone's name is Gustav Montblanc. <laughs> really? So, uh, Gustav, relax. I assume you have your Black Lives Matter shirt on, so I'll ask you to take a knee. And we'll begin. <laughs> Gustav Montblanc, for your dedication to the unrelenting mission of doing fun crud... For your never-ending passion that manifests itself into funny phone calls, parody songs, bit t-shirts, and multiple ghost Twitter accounts. <laughs> In the names of Starboy, the King of Spice, and El Magina, and by the power invested in me by the Pringles can I have in my trousers, I now pronounce you Sir Gustav Montblanc, the fourth domestic member 
of the team having fun Ring of Honor. Wow! I'll assume you're crying. I will give you three minutes to collect yourself, enjoy this moment with your family, whatever, I don't know, your kids, I don't care. Take a picture and get your ass back to work in the basement of Saroy Industries. Congratulations, sir! Gustave Montblanc. Sir Gustav Montblanc, <laughs> We got cowboys, we got eagles. Next. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.